At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Before we talk about the episode, I just want to say thank you very much. Our episode from last week got a lot of attention and comments and stuff, and it was really fun to see what other people thought. That's what we're doing this for, really. Like, we try to critique it, but we, we're recording these minutes after watching the episode, so we really just want to have fun little discussions and, like, try to watch the show with you guys. So I'm glad that probably because of what last week's episode was, you know, a lot of people were probably looking for it, but um, I'm glad that so many people ended up watching our podcast and went into the comments and talked about what they liked and stuff, too. So yeah, it's, that, was, it's, that was great. It's really nice. It makes it feel like our thoughts. Like, I, I love discussing stuff, and I, I love... I love getting it off my chest in here, but also discussing it in the comments as well feels like it's not in a void. feels like it's actively engaging in a way that we don't really do so with the Owl House fandom. So it's um, nice to do so in the comments. Yeah, and because and we're not that engaged too, so many people tell us things that like we just genuinely didn't know, and like it's yeah. and people are like nice about it. Like so far, nobody has been like weird or rude about telling us things that we didn't remember. So it's 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 nice. Yeah, and like you said, you know, last episode was a big episode, but also, like, I feel like that's every episode, the last few, including this one. Oh, yeah. 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 This is really good. I should also point out that Chan is not here. So today we invited uh, Robot Chan. Hello, Robot Chan. Hi, Robot Chan. Hi, I am Chan the Human. All right. Hi, Robot Chan. <laughs> um, so I guess, I guess he has a hard time processing things, so we should just ask him first. So, um... What do you think of the new episode, Chan the Human? Chan? He's processing. He's processing. <laughs> he's just a bit. He's just a bit slow today, is he? I hated this episode. Emily Blight is an awful character. What the hell, Chan? <laughs> oh no! What the hell? All right, no more robot, Chan. Um, oh. did, you, did you just kill him? Don't worry about. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh I, no! I heard a basketball sound. It sounded like something. Well, we don't we don't need him anymore, but we cannot disclose what just happened to Robot Chan. Anyways, <laughs> what did what did we think of this week's episode? It was great. You want to go first, Judith? Um. Okay. Uh, I guess my my first thoughts coming right off the end of this episode uh, is that like I like I really like the pace everything is moving at because in the past you know we said something about how it seems like some things are moving too quickly but I like don't think that I, I love how this episode like again I, I think I said this before too but like it didn't really resolve a whole lot but like we just have some hints now and like the the Golden Guards plot is progressing but like it's not over like if it was over now then I would say yeah, that might, maybe it's a bit fast but also I don't know like their their whole plan clearly they've got a plan for this season because, like, every episode is, has been a, a huge, important one, and I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I know. I, this whole episode, I kept going, like, on and off. Like, is this too fast? Is this out of character? Is this that? But, like, by the end, I was like, 
I was like, no, this is good. I mean, like, as per usual with the show, basically, they gave me a really cool action sequence, and then I was like, okay, this is actually the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the action sequence was the best part. It was so smooth. The animation. I know. Dude, that like, is that is my favorite. Like, like I know I say that like every every week, but I think that is my new favorite fight in the show. It wasn't as emotionally intense as the um, one before the finale, sure, but that was a, a really good fight and i i, I just I, love amity versus the golden guard is like a fight come true for some reason that i didn't know i was hoping for mm-hmm. but you know yeah i would say that is close to my favorite scene in the whole show like just from the top of my memory anyways where, where do we begin okay so once again our house episodes are 22 minutes long and i always forget like half the episode by the time we finish watching Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we, got, we got a lot of blood lore in this one. I know. Blood. Okay, okay, okay. So let's start with uh, the, the lich. Sorry, sorry. I meant the uh, the. Uh, oh, the, the beginning! <laughs> I forgot about the big, the beginning part when we saw the emperor's face. Uh, first of all, why would you call him the lich? The theories about lich being human are void now. <laughs> I was speaking a joke, but then I actually forgot his real name. So, um, <laughs> so. But but yeah, he is. He he looks the same as Hunter, which makes me wonder if they are actually related. If they are actually uncle and uncle yeah nephew, um, I think that must be the case. I mean, I don't know how we didn't. Did we point that out before? Like they have the same exact hair. Like I never made that they connection do. until they right have now. The exact, no, because we didn't know that before. I think we seen it before. Seen his hair before, though. But I guess not. None of us. I I, I thought he'd have. I thought he'd have like a skull face. Like you remember that that shot we got of his face when Luz looked at him and he scared the shit out of her. Yeah, I I don't really remember. I, I don't. Remember like I don't remember what it looked like, but I remember that that happened. Maybe we didn't get a good look at his face, just his eye colour, which was, like, deathly. So maybe because he's been eating palismans, he doesn't look like that at the moment. He did clearly have, uh, you know, a pointed elf ear, but he also had a scar across his face. So my new theory is that he's still the human, but he had facial surgery. Maybe he, like, killed someone and took half their face, including their (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No, no, my theory... Because I stated my theory while we were watching. I said... Well, maybe he just evolved, you know, he evolved into a witch. Maybe all witches are born from humans, like how all, magi- like how all humans are both born from humans in Star Forces the Forces of Evil. Maybe they're just mutants, you know? Um, and mm-hmm. that's why witches used to use um, paper magic like Luz does instead of biomagic like they do now. I don't, th- I don't know if that's necessarily how that would work, but it's magic, so... Yeah. I guess anything could happen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not one to be good at coming up with theories, but he definitely had like a like a grass curse looking like scar thing on his face. Like it seemed to have like a wood texture sort of. So I kind of I kind of feel like whatever it is, it's not from like an injury. It's from something that he did to himself. He's, he's a fucking tree. Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he already looked like the beast. Now he is the beast. I thought he'd be a little scarier than he is, but I mean, whatever. They can do whatever they uh, want. <laughs> I mean, we literally saw him, like, turn into a massive beast the other week, so Nick, true, you know. True, true. Maybe they just want him to look really soft at the moment because he was talking gently to Hunter in this one, and he had his really soft blue eyes, you know, really appealing yeah, exactly. features. Yeah. And, then, and then they're going to show him transforming into the beast. 
Um, oh yeah, I forgot he does that too. Yeah, yeah, like he did before. So he he looks gentle now, so that he can look less, so that it can juxtapose against the person he really is later. You saying that reminds me also that during the fight in this episode, like Hunter's expressions were really good. Like they that was that was a great scene. We already talked about that though. But it... Oh, they have the same eyes. Like like they don't have the same eye color. Like they have a completely different eye color. Um, because he has blue eyes and he has red eyes, but they both have like the dark shadows underneath their eyes. I noticed that as well. This was like the first kind moment we've seen of Bellus. You know, literally mask off, I guess. Or, well, yeah. I don't know. But like, you know, he, he, he wasn't actually, you know, he wasn't like being rude and ordering Hunter around, which was like the only other interaction we'd seen between them before yeah and then when we saw that interaction didn't we say that we would rather like see this and now we have (laughs) but this this episode effectively was two two parallel arcs wasn't it it was um amity learning to adjust to a relationship with Luz, and Mm -hmm. and accepting like coming to terms with how she doesn't have to justify herself existing by proving herself to everyone and, and at the moment in this episode she felt like she had to prove herself to lose which is oh, yeah. exactly the same as when she wanted to prove herself to her parents and hunter was trying to tell her that everything sucks and lose is going to throw her away if she doesn't deliver results but she was trying to tell him that no people aren't supposed to make you feel worthless you don't have to impress everyone and if whoever you're living with or whoever you're with it may, treats you like that, then you're hanging with the wrong people. I actually didn't pick up on that. Why are you so damn good at saying analytical stuff like that? <laughs> also, you know, in the episode, I, you know, obviously she was talking about her relationship with her parents and, you know, comparing that to Hunter's relationship with Bellus, but I, liked, I like, didn't get the part about how her relationship with Luz was also the same thing in this episode, but, like, it totally was. Yep. Yep. Get results or else, remember? But it was actually like some really weird emoji that Luz was writing sideways. Yeah. What? Reason. Okay. What was up with the Tamagashi thing? Because it it looked like a Tamagashi, but it's actually like a text. It's like a phone text app. It's a Tamagotchi that they were using emojis to text with, <laughs> and and I think because Luz was so drunk off her face, she might not have known what she was doing. Yeah, I just don't understand. Is that supposed to be like a human thing? Because, like, that's not a real thing, is it? I don't know. Like, do they I have mean, tam- we don't... Maybe it's both. Maybe they have Tamagotchis in the Witch Realm, just like just like they have the, the wizard, the witch book in the, in the Witch Realm, you know? But they have Dragon Ball Z, and they have the actual completely name-dropped lo-fi beats to study with <laughs> yeah. I I was like, uh. I said it out loud. That is so self-indulgent. They probably shouldn't have directly said it out loud. But no, it's great. I like it. <laughs> so, so do do you think the Dragon Ball Z thing is like the Boiling Isles version of it, or is it like a Human World version of it? Ooh, good question. It might be we like the knockoff. I was assuming Human World because they had a bunch of like CDs and stuff they didn't understand, and like you know from for presumably from Ida's trips to the Human World yeah. to gather trash to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she she also had that you know video and like I don't know I, I don't know I think because she uh, said she said that she had seen it in theaters when she was younger. She said it was thirty years old. She said yeah, it was thirty years old, and it was airing in theaters thirty years ago. So like yes, but like. I guess we know they have movies, they, or they have some way to watch movies anyway on the Boiling Isles. 
But, like, I don't... Because what I assumed when she said that was that she had gone into the human realm to watch movies just for fun, and I really like that. Good, no, no, because, good question, because um, she said she was watching the DVD, but she hasn't got a fucking DVD player. Where's her DVD player? I think it was a VHS. I think it was a VHS tape, because it was thick, but, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Do they have she just, VHS She just players? found one. She just found one, I don't know. I know she had... In like in her scrapbook in season one, there was like a ticket. I don't know if we explicitly knew what the ticket was for, but I mean, I don't, oh yeah, it was cute. a movie ticket. I think we talked about that as well. Yeah, because because specifically the thing I remember is from the sports episode. I think when uh, Lewis had like a DVD of Azura, and Amity said, "Oh yeah, I've seen this movie," and we were like, "But how though? You don't have a you don't have a magic DVD player." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's just, we're just dwelling on something that doesn't actually really matter. <laughs> but I, I don't well, know. This is like, important. It's an interesting, this... it's, a, it's a world-building thing that is definitely confusing. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, the Dragon Ball Z thing could also just be a Boiling Isles thing. I don't know. It's unclear. Well, it was called Dragon Claw, right? Like, Dragon was Claw Z. Dragon Claw Z. Was, it, was it some kind of clearly magical or mm-hmm. otherwise, like, fucked up version? No, it wasn't clearly magical. Um, it was just called Dragon Claw Z. It could effectively, it could be either, to be honest. It could be well, a Boiling no, Girls version or a Earth version. No, here's what happened, okay? Philip, who is Emperor Bellos, confirmed by me right now, um, <laughs> when he came, when he became the Emperor, he was like, you people don't have movies, we gotta make some movies. So he commissioned a bunch of stuff based on things that he liked in the human world and essentially made his fan fictions real movies. Oh my god, yeah. I read a book that had something like that happening when someone from the human world was trapped in a different world and he he, he made rip-offs of Earth movies and they became <laughs> really famous in the new world. Also, there was something King said in this episode, I can't remember what it was now, but it made me, it just made me think like, come on, you can't, it was another thing like the movie where, it, it, I mean, I don't know if the Boiling Isles, how similar it is to the human realm, because they reference a lot of stuff, like a modern stuff, but it's also, you know, it's sometimes they go like, I don't understand anything about humans, and it's like, you gotta, I wish they would just pick one and stick closer to it. I liked King in this episode, but, but what was that reference? Do you remember? I don't remember what it was. It was like, I remember King said it while he was writing on the, on the Palisman broom thing. Well, King was really good in this episode. Like, this is how... This is why... Like, this is how I see King in my head. So when they make him cry like a baby, I'm like, those are... those. That's not correct. Like, this episode, he was... He was, like, like kind of snarky, like, going along with Ida. And, like, a little bit of a wimp, but still, like, trying to be tough. And then other episodes, he's just crying all day about I, I, his emotions. <laughs> like... <laughs> I had I had some comments like from a, a friend of mine, uh, an awesome friend of mine, commented in the last video and said King's eight years old. You should give him some slack. And, and I said, I, is he eight years old or is he a teenager? Because wasn't he going through puberty in the last episode? So I mean, they were making jokes about that. Like I, I don't know, maybe maybe Hootie assumed something that wasn't quite right. <laughs> maybe he is eight years old and Hootie's just like over eager. I mean, I think literally he has been alive for eight years, yeah. but like, but he's also a new kind of demon that we don't understand. So it, he, I don't know. I think we should assume that he's a teenager based on what we've been told by the show. Yeah, he's, he's written like a teenager. But he was very funny in this episode. I particularly liked when he threw a fit about Luz hugging Amity instead of him. Yeah, that was great. And then yeah. Luz hugged him. It was adorable. So much girlfriend said in this episode. So yeah. much girl. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> 
We had. Were we counting? There was three at no. least. There oh, there's three like at fucking least. Four, three or four, three to five. Yeah. Between three and five, it was amazing. And Amity just like being so protective and wanting to impress her girlfriend. That even Eder and King were like, "Come on now, calm, calm down." Would she have betrayed them? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, would she have well, given the whole key? Well, there was that. There was that scene when the Golden Guard was trying to tell her to betray Eater and King. No, no. <laughs> Like, not at this point. I, yeah. I was actually kind of surprised that... Because I've been expecting for a while, and I think I mentioned this before, uh, an episode that's going to be about Amity, like, coming to terms that the dream of wanting to join the Emperor's Coven is bad, actually. But it kind of seems like they just skipped over that, and, like, I'm fine with it. I, I, I like where yeah. Amity is right now. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I'd rather there not be, like, any unnecessary conflict between the main cast, if you know what I mean. Like, nothing of, oh... I, I don't know what choice to make. She already made those decisions back when she was challenging her parents, and by now it seems a bit redundant because, of course, she's going to turn against the Emperor when she's no longer doing stuff just to impress her family. And when the Emperor's hurt lose so much, she can't just ignore that. But I, I, I do get what you mean. I know. Like, I, I expected, in this episode, I expected at least a moment of her being like, oh, this is the Golden Guard. Yeah, I, I know all about his adventures. He's cool. But, like, there was none of that. She was just, like, against him the whole time on either side. That would have been cool, actually. Like, that would have been cool if she knew who the Golden Guard was. But especially because Ida was ta- Ida and King were taking the piss out of him so much. So it's having Amity being like, oh, I was a Golden Guard fangirl, like, before before six weeks ago. So Yeah. I'm glad to... I, I, from how, like, I understand completely how, like, why... They were all being so mean to Hunter because he's bad. But I was worried that they were heading in a direction where they were going to make Hunter seem like really pathetic because like they kept saying he had an annoying voice and stuff. And I was like, I want him to like be cool. And definitely as the episode progressed, they let him be cool. But I was like worried for a second there that they were going to turn him into like he's, he's the punching bag joke now. I don't know. At least twice in this episode, I kind of believe that he was going to, you know, Help, you know, help them at least in this one episode, and then go back to the emperor at the end. But like, then he betrayed them like immediately. It was cool. It was like, well, I wasn't expecting that, even though I should have, because it seems obvious that's what he's here to do. But like, yeah, it was a good character moment. He he speaks bird now though, so like, you know, he, he's so lonely, but he has the palisman who's been sickened by him, regardless of who he is, even though he's been doing these bad things, and um, and. He, he can speak bird now, so he feels a little bit less alone. Even though he's probably going insane, you know. No, he, like, I think that's just a palisman thing. I think he's, like, bonding with his palisman. Yeah, yeah, he's palisman. I, I wonder what its name is. I hope to find out soon. That would be cute. Oh, yeah, and, and speak, also, Amity has one. Because we were talking about how she missed the, uh-huh. you know... Wait, she got, a pal- got she got a flipping palisman off screen? What are you... What? Yeah, it's a cat. Oh, my God. I, I, actually, I, mean, I, I saw that, like, that screenshot down there, I saw that leaked, like, three weeks ago. I saw that leaked, and, and, I, and I thought, oh my god, Amity's gonna get a cat palisman, but then I forgot about it. I'm going to assume that it was the headcanon I came up with, where the Blight family just already had a piece of wood prepared for, like, she didn't need to do the school adoption thing. They were just like, yeah, we're rich, we can get you a palisman. And she just makes herself a cat. This episode was, I don't know if the whole episode was leaked or screenshots or what, but like we've accidentally seen, me and Tipsy at least have accidentally seen a few things. So I went in expecting um, 
Hunter and Amity. But I, I don't... I Before watching, I had this, like, assumption in my head that they were all going to be friends. But, like, I'm so glad that this turned out to be an episode where, like, they're hating on each other. And also, it's, like, our first episode where Luz is not in it, basically. Yeah, I was going to mention that as well. <laughs> she got a case of the common mold. She got a case of being sidelined like Will and Gus always are every episode. Oh, yeah, and uh, speaking of, they're also in this episode, but exactly. not really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I saw Brido and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Widow is, like, in an episode, and then and then he wrote her out of the episode, and I was like, ah, oh, figures. Unlike you two, I had seen nothing of this episode beforehand, so, yeah, I don't know. Try harder. <laughs> Try harder? Well, well thank, thanks very no, much. I'm so- sorry. I didn't. I didn't try at all. I just happened to not run into anything. Do we have any other thoughts? I feel. I feel like there's so. Yeah. Much no. I want to talk. About, I want to talk about the blood because that is interesting. The Titan's blood is apparently the most powerful source of magic on the Boiling Isles. We didn't know that before. Uh, I don't know what they mean by source of magic because they get magic from their heart sacks, but whatever. I guess there's external magic stuff they can do too. Can I? Um, can I make horrible yeah. joke? Can I make horrible joke that just came in my head? What? <clears throat> I wonder what the Titans' other bodily fluids do. Okay, anyways, continue, continue. Nick! <laughs> oh, no, hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, the... The, the Titans' they're... tears. What the, what the Titans' tears do? That's probably going to be a plot point. Maybe, I could see that, I guess. But yeah, but the, the bile sack is, like, on a witch's heart. So I guess blood, and just in general, witch's blood is magic. So yeah, actually, it makes a lot of sense that Titans' blood is, like, super magic stuff. That's cool. And apparently, if you mix Titans' blood with water, then it creates a portal? Apparently, apparently, and there's blood in the in the door key. So, like, I guess that's confirmation. That's that's how it works. I don't know. We would need to look at that again to know exactly what to say. But that was the the gist of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then there's also fool's blood, which I guess was real blood, but it's just old now and dying. And the titan's dying. I mean, the titan's already like dead, but mm. like. Also, it's dying more, so I guess that's that could be an interesting thing. Maybe they're gonna like gradually lose magic. Oh, it's more or they're gonna have to go back to using wild magic, and they're gonna have to use uh, glyphs on for everything. It's it's more Xeno based. Lose is gonna lead a revolution. Because it's more Xeno based stuff, isn't it? Because even in that game, the, the Titan had stopped moving, but it wasn't it, it it wasn't necessarily dead. Though I guess the Titan is literally a corpse in um, this series, so saying it's alive is gonna be a bit difficult to justify. Uh, well, the Titan, well, or the, the the Emperor says he talks to the Titan, and before now I have been assuming that that's just a lie, so he can do whatever he wants. But like, the, I kind of believed it in the in the cold open here, where we saw his face and he was talking about that. I was like, I don't know, does he actually believe that? Was he talking about that again? I didn't pick up on that. But the in the last season, in the Emperor's chamber, the heart is the Titan's heart is there and it's still beating, isn't it? Yes. And the silence, silence falls the crowd. Nicholas is completely fucking wrong, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember that. Um, because we were talking about, like, what is that? Is it, like, the Emperor's heart or something? Because, I mean, maybe it's something like that. Maybe he has a magic system keeping him alive, which he does, because we know the Palismans are... He needs him. I don't know how the heart is related. It could just be the Titan's heart. I don't know. And Kikimura is crazy now. Like, it's like she went from yeah. being super based at the end of the last season. Like, we all thought she was cool. And now she's just absolutely crazy. Yeah. That was one thing, too. I was thinking, like, do I like this? But then I, I also was like, 
she never really had much characterization anyways aside from like one episode so i'm like yeah okay i like this yeah it's not a big loss yeah just like i personally kind of like a crazier character anyways so it's like that works for me but it's like she she wasn't on screen enough really for there to be yeah. much of a development so it's fine to just flip the i think it might be more fun if she was crazier just in general and not so focused on being paranoid about the golden guard yeah like what is she afraid is he's gonna do I don't know. Like, it's like a it's like a Perry the Platypus situation. From her perspective, the Golden Guard is Bellis's nephew, mm-hmm. and also like we we even had comments on the previous video about how he was in he was present in the last season, and he even said some remarks to Kikimura like like out of sass. So um, she thinks that if the Golden Guard gets preference, that if the Emperor prefers the Golden Guard, then he will probably dispose of her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That's what she was coming across as thinking in the episode. She thinks that the Golden Guard is going to sabotage her and the Emperor will be unhappy with her and probably kill her. Yes. But also, in the very beginning of this episode, the Emperor said, like, uh, you know, everyone has their role to play, which leads me to believe that, you know, he's not going to do anything like that to Kikimura. So, I don't know. How would you feel if the stakes were actually believable? (laughs) I don't know. That, like, there was a justification to her fear that she's going to get killed. Well, well, I think Hunter thinks he's going to get killed, but he's not going to get killed yet because the Emperor still wants him to be killed later on. So that, There's a danger of that because he's, like, bonding with Luz and Luz's friends and has a palisman now, and the Emperor hates palismans and all that. The so, Emperor, like, I, I, feel the, I feel the pressure there, you know? It's more like mm-hmm. the, Emperor will, well, the Emperor will eat his palisman, and I don't think Hunter could deal with that. That is certainly the biggest threat to Hunter at the moment. But like I don't get I don't get any of that on Kikimura's end, and maybe just because we don't see her so much. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I didn't vibe with Kikimura in this episode, and even though I really liked her before, so. I'm, I, I think I it's know. really just just because from my memory, she has never really done anything, <laughs> so like we yeah. don't know much about her. There was a reference to uh, Mario Kart Wii map in this game. <laughs> yeah. Or no, that was it. That was the thing that I was thinking uh, about King. He said like video games. But do they have video games? No, no, I, I have no idea if they have video games, but he said it, it looks a lot easier in video games, and it, we all knew it was specifically Royo's goldmine from Mario No, no, Kart, no, no, no. I mean, yes, yes, That that's an example. I was thinking Donkey Kong. Donkey I was Kong also thinking Donkey Kong, like even though huge, I've never played it. <laughs> hugely iconic minecart levels. Oh, yeah, of course. Duh. I fought from Mario Kart for some reason. But, um, We're wrong, Tipsy, you're wrong. Shut up. Tipsy's wrong for once. Shush. <laughs> I think Dana Terrace has played Donkey Kong. No, she's probably played Mario Kart. So there. <laughs> Why are you arguing about this? Because this, this is, is important. important. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the key is gone now, but it probably won't work because it only has half the blood, and Amity got the rest of the blood. And I guess their plan, I mean, their plan from the beginning, the reason they went to the lake was to get some blood so they could just use it to create a non-door portal. Can they just do that? Do you think that's what they're going to try to do? From what I interpreted, I didn't really think that they had, like, a plan. They just kind of knew that they had to go see what that lake was all about. Like, I, I don't really know if they... I, think I mean, they definitely of... wanted to collect some blood. Yeah. Well, they now both, like, have blood. Like, Amity's glove is covered in Titan's blood. 
a few drops of Titan's blood, which they're somehow going to use, I guess, by keeping Amity's glove and never washing it again. Um, they can wring it out. They can wring it out into a vial or something. And they, keep it. They'll do something. And then Hunter's got the key, which has a bunch of blood in it as well. He looked disappointed. Not enough, though. It's not going to work. It's not enough to work, like, for sure. It's going to so, open... It, they're going to use... The key with half blood in it, and it's going to open into the amphibia dimension, and there's going to be crossovers. No, because there yeah. is, because like I think you linked earlier, there is the amphibia box um, in the previous episode. Yeah, in their basement, in Eda's yeah. basement. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know. Do you want to do ratings? Yeah, let's do our ratings. But I feel like I'm giving every episode the same score recently. So yeah, I, I know, because every episode late, lately has been really good, and it's like, I don't know, I'm going to give this one an 8 or a 9 or a 10, because yeah. it's always one of those. This one's like a 9 for me, because it was a really good episode, but there was just a bit in it that I didn't really enjoy. Like, the stuff I talked about, like, do they have video games, and also, why is Kikimura like this? Is she always like this all the time? But the rest of the episode was, like, perfect, so 9. 9. I have, like, uh, I, wow. I, 9. I'm even tempted to give it a 10, because even, Whoa. like, the detra- even the detractions are, like, very petty. Like, like who, who, like I, I was annoyed by the little fight beats thing, but, like, who cares, really? Um, I give it 9 because Riddle didn't actually have a starring, starring role in the episode, <laughs> so, you know. Did we even, hold on, did we even talk at all about Ida's part in this episode? No, because she made a deal with the owl, but we have like no idea what the deal was yet. So no, we do, cool. we do. Oh, she we do? ate. She ate some voles on the way home. That was the deal. <laughs> Is that the deal? <laughs> yeah, because she said I had to keep up my end of the bargain. Oh my god! I, I thought it was something far darker that we we're gonna find out in like five episodes or something. Just eat some voles. Oh my god! I thought she did that for like because she was hungry because she's an owl. Anyway, go on with the ratings. Ida <laughs> was good in this episode. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both both her and Kang were yeah. great. I um, hope Albert is okay. Eh. He's probably not. Anyways. I don't, I don't... I'm trying to think, like... This episode was really good, but I think just kind of in comparison to other episodes, aside from, aside from the action sequence and, like, Hunter's involvement... Like, the action sequence boots this up so many freaking, like, it's a 10 out of 10 just for that scene, basically. But, um, I think just, like, compared to other episodes, I wasn't as, like, gripped on this one. But I don't, I don't really know what to give it. I mean, you guys said 9. I, uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 8.5, I guess. Yeah. Okay. It was really well done, but, um, I guess, I don't know, the location or the, some of the writing or something just wasn't as vibing with me as uh, the few past episodes had been but that but that action scene though but that action scene though okay <laughs> okay right Who, who's does, gonna... our, does robot shan have a haiku for us yeah does robot oh, shan have a haiku no why would you put me on the spot i don't know I, how to make a damn I, haiku are you gonna try one because I can try one. <laughs> here's a, I don't remember how hint. it works even. You can put it. You can put it in a post. Exactly. That's what, right That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. Hunter fight so cool. Nice Donkey Kong reference. Lose should eat the key. All right. Thanks. That was a great haiku. Great episode. See yeah. You thanks, sweet. Thanks, Robo Chad. Thanks, Robo Chan. Well then, I love that haiku that I heard definitely right now and not later. Thank you so much for listening. Please stay tuned for other podcasts coming real soon. If you're enjoying this series, please leave a review for it. We'd love to know what you think. 
Also consider subscribing to my YouTube channel Crowned Cryptid, where I post reviews and news videos about cartoons, and I also upload these podcasts early there as well. Have a nice day! At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.